Welcome to season two of Shine Time Radio, a monthly unedited podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for the dreamers, schemers, and magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Oh, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to June's podcast episode. Um, quite a bit later than it was meant to be, but that's okay. There's been shit going down. Um, so normally I would post a podcast on June 1st and it just really didn't feel appropriate to do that. Um, and today's podcast episode is just going to explore and chat a little bit with about what's going on um, and the work that I'm kind of engaging with and how this space is going to be impacted, although the space is always changing. <laughs> it's always learning. I'm always learning more. I'm always growing. It's always changing. So that's not going to be really anything that different. Um, but in terms of, yeah, this episode, I'm going to, this may be a bit of a ramble and I'm going to explore and I'm going to chat. Um, so yeah, welcome, welcome to the, welcome to the ride. <laughs> Um, so as we know, there is, um, we're in the middle of a pandemic, which is bringing its own, um, issues and, uh, awareness and a lot of social issues are coming up around even just that. Um, we're also being made much more aware of other social justice issues in particular around the experiences of black lives in this world. Um, and, people of color, um, and, um, how our systems are, God, the word that came up there is rigged and it, it, that feels hard, but it also is just true. How our systems are rigged to benefit, um, white privilege. And we're all being asked to explore and to learn and to listen and it's like a whole shit ton of um discomfort right now which is needed that's how things change <laughs> discomfort and contraction bring and allow for processing healing learning and growth and um i'm very much a believer that if we are doing our own work for ourselves. Part of that, and a huge part of that, is doing work to help support um, others and to make things more fair. Um, I've been engaging in a like, I yeah, my brain's like going a million miles an hour because I'm engaging in so many different um, conversations, and uh, I'm in learning and listening to a variety of thought leaders just now. So of course, and, and I'll be honest, I'm questioning everything. <laughs> I'm questioning everything. This is what my brain's doing. My brain's doing, um, like I'm exploring my own biases. I'm exploring, um, how, what my own beliefs are and what has been ingrained and gifted to me and, um, unearthing what my true beliefs and thoughts are um, and trying to do that outside of a the system that created my original beliefs. I'm looking at the impact I've had and the um, 
you know, my contribution to racism and uh, biases and um, stereotyping, uh, cultural appropriation, <laughs> to name a few. I'm like having my eyes opened to who's created laws that we follow, who they're for, um, you know, from everything from our education system to our um, health and wellness system. As a coach, I'm looking at how a lot of wellness and healing spaces have been whitewashed and how practices and beliefs from other um, groups of people have been stolen or used and created um, to support a narrative for white people. I'm um, exploring how I raise a son to be anti, actively anti-racist. How, well, first of all, how do I, how do I allow myself to be actively anti-racist? How do I raise a son who's actively anti-racist? Um, I'm navigating and thinking about the conversations that may come up at work <laughs> and with family um, and finding that really difficult to consider that possibly um, there's going to be a lot of disagreement and uncomfortable conversations, which I hate. I hate having. <laughs> I mean, who does like, I think some people do get off on some hard, like, uh, you know, confrontation. I do not. I do not like it. Um, but that's okay. I'm listening and I'm learning and I'm uh, trying to figure out how my coaching business can be more inclusive and and more of a safe space. I'm very proud of my coaching business and the work I put into it and where I'm at just now. And, and also I think it can be better and it will be. Um, and it all comes down to, I was listening to Austin Channing Brown and Brene Brown speaking um, Austin Channing Brown was on Brene Brown's um, podcast and it's a must listen to. And then they had a follow up lunchtime conversation, which you can see on Instagram through IGTV. Um, and they are like, honestly, just gave such an amazing perspective around all the work that we can engage in and how we engage in it and the, and the way that and the and the why the why. Because what we're seeing is a lot of performative um, action. People feeling worried that they're not saying the right thing or that they um, want to be seen to be doing the right thing. And so therefore, um, kind of rushingly posting this and being very outwardly, um, you know, outwardly trying to appease the masses to look good, but actually aren't doing any of the internal work. And that's internal work is where the important work is, isn't it? Um, and I, yeah. And I think what we need to be really mindful of is that why are we doing this? Like, why are we engaging in this work for those of us who feel called to do it? Um, we have to acknowledge that we're coming very late to the game, <laughs> very late to the show. We're late. We're showing up late and that's fine. We're showing up. Um, and also 
we have to be really mindful about the purpose. And for me, always has been the purpose is that I want things to be more fair. I've always deep down wanted things to be more fair. Always. Um, I haven't always contributed to things being more fair. Um, I wasn't always, I wasn't aware. I didn't always know the way I was contributing to things like stereotyping and racism um, because that is the norm. That is the norm. That is what the way we live in the society we live in. That is the norm. The way that we are taught to believe the things we think about other people, the what's right in the world and wrong in the world, um, about deserving those who deserve good things and don't, um, things around punishment and, um, oh my gosh, like it's just huge. And it's not my place to, um, speak as an educator in these matters because I'm not, I'm simply feeling my way through. <laughs> and I thought if I came on here and used today's podcast as a an example of how, you know, I'm feeling my way through and how probably and maybe you're feeling your way through, then that's where we're at. Um, and it's going to be disjointed and it's going to be all over the place because my brain is trying to process a lot of things at once. Um, and I'm, you know, then you're, you're processing a lot of um, emotions and a lot of discomfort at once. And that's okay. We are more than capable of doing that. So we will. Um, but yes, going back to like the purpose. So Austin Channing Brown and Brene Brown were speaking and she, Austin Channing Brown mentioned that really this work is because you want to be a better person. We just want things to be better and we want to be a better person. And that's absolutely the truth. Doing anti-racism work is a way to be a better person. Um, learning about the history, the real history of our countries and how our countries were built and who our countries were built for is learning because we want to be a better person. Um, understanding how our education system doesn't support everybody. Understanding how our medical system doesn't support everyone equally. Understanding our own role in how people in perpetuating certain beliefs around people um, and our roles is, yeah, wanting to understand that is wanting to be a better person. Like we, it just fundamentally comes down to people wanting to be treated fairly, who to have the same opportunities, to feel safe, to not fear for their lives. Um, and it comes down to people not having to work harder because of the color of their skin, not having to prove themselves more because of the color of their skin, um, not having to change how they behave, how they move through the world because of the color of their skin, right? That's essentially all it is. Um, and when it comes down to it, and I know that a lot of people get their backs up when they hear around things like Black Lives Matter. I did because I didn't understand it. And understanding that it's not saying that Black Lives Matter more. It's that Black Lives Matter also. Um, this goes for people of color, Indigenous people, 
um, around gender and choosing people choosing the gender that they believe they are and are not believe they are. That's the wrong thing to say. And I'm going to say a lot of wrong things um, that they know themselves to be is what I meant to say um, around ability um, and bodies, you know, around it's just, yeah. Sometimes I just don't know what to say, actually, because I feel like uh, I, I, that my, in, my original instinct to shut up comes in very strong because I'm worried about making a mistake or saying the wrong thing. Um, and I'm learning to be more comfortable with that. But yes, this all comes around to wanting things to be more fair for everybody. And we can't do that if we don't look at the specifics of what make things what makes things unfair. And we can't do that if we don't um, acknowledge the way things really are and the truth around things. And if we don't listen to people's lived experiences, then, you know, we can't make things more fair. Um, so it's a willingness. It's a willingness. Um, it's a willingness to be open. It's a willingness to listen. It's a willingness to use our voice, even if it shakes, <laughs> even if there's tears. Um, it's a willingness to... Um, evolve and evolve again and evolve again and shed and question everything all the time and it's exhausting but it's not as exhausting as the lived experience for people that have to have that live this every day um and i do believe that exploring our privilege is part of our work um we i talk a lot about the work and what i mean by that is our work my work personally for myself and people, I mean, if you're listening to me, typically, I think, I believe you follow me, possibly on Instagram. You understand that the work I'm speaking about, because I speak about it a lot. Um, it's about, you know, questioning our belief system about ourselves, questioning our labels. It's about um, getting connected to our intuition, connected to our inner knowing, stripping away the outside um voices from society from our families from our peers and getting really connected to ourselves it's about um listening to ourselves and letting ourselves be our own best um teachers and experts advocating for ourselves um daring to dream of better things allowing ourselves giving ourselves permission to explore what could be and if we're doing all of that for ourselves we're we can do it for the greater good. We can do it for other people. We can do it for our spaces. We can do it for our families. We can do it for our coworkers. You know, we can do that, the work, <laughs> which is making things more fair. And there's a bazillion ways to do that. And there's a bazillion ways, places to start. Um, and I do mention that quite a bit. Um, and I think, that's doing things like buying books and learning from people who are living the experience, listening, paying for their education. That's either whether you're buying books, whether you're, you know, sending PayPal for because you've downloaded a resource that you found really useful, or you join someone's patron, or you join a course or a class or a program or whatever. Um, 
I think that looks like learning about the real history of this country, not the one we were taught in schools, but learning from people who are historians from um, the person, you know, and understand the perspective that is the the, the truth. <laughs> in particular, for example, I mean, around um, how the UK is a, is a, you know, is built on colonialism and what that means for the people it impacted um, and still has impacts on and around the mindset and the um, creation and the construct of race and around white being best and others not. Um, it's important. I think it's important to also mindfully follow and engage with people who don't look like us and don't believe like us and don't um, live like us, in particular with BIPOC, which is Black, Indigenous, people of colour and marginalised folks, and in particular in our fields of interest. So for me, that is I'm connecting with people of different perspectives um, who are coaches or coaching, who are you know, parents teaching and who are in tarot. Um as well as things I'm interested in. So like music and weightlifting and um, gardening and things like that. I'm looking for to make sure that I'm seeking out and connecting and being mindfully connected, uh, listening to people who have a variety of experiences, but in those particular fields, because that is where I feel I can, it will impact. I can make the most impact <laughs> And can I can be impacted on the most because I can see the changes made because I can put them in place. I can make those changes in a real tangible way um, as I'm going along. It's things like exploring uh, what my coaching business looks like in terms of the type of questionings I questions I use, uh, the assumptions that are made, um, things like looking at trauma. And how trauma impacts people's ability um, to live their very best lives. That it's not always a choice. That some people are always having to fight. Even just for survival. But for recognition. For safety. And you can't manifest that away. Um, it looks like signing petitions and sharing and amplifying important issues. And I don't have a huge following. I'm very proud of the community I'm building. I'm very proud of it. And I'm very proud of the people who are showing up in the community that I'm creating for this. Um, but just because my following or my community is small doesn't mean it's not essential that I share and speak about these things. You know, I think too many of us think, well, my voice doesn't matter. Even if you're not on Instagram or you don't build a community, you have a home, a household with children, possibly a partner, maybe friends, um, definitely family, definitely that you can speak and share and um, engage with. Uh, for me as well, as a coach, I'm looking I found one in particular really good fund that I can support a portion of my um, income with for people who to allow people to access coaching 
and marginalized folk in particular, well, specifically marginalized folk to access coaching or therapy or tarot healing because they don't all have access to the same things and not necessarily with me. You know, acknowledging that I'm not the coach for everybody. I don't have the lived experiences, which I've always known, I've always said, I don't always have the lived experiences that I can coach and um, support people best. So connecting with other coaches and other tarot readers who could possibly support people better uh, is important. And passing on business <laughs> when it's not my place to support that person is important. It's vital. Um, I've always been very open to discussions around sliding scale payments or payment pl plans or uh, discussions around, um, yeah, money. And I think I just, I really need to make that more clear and easier to access so that people aren't feeling, so there's not the barrier of having to actually come and speak to me about it, but that actually there's an option there for them just to click and connect with, without, you know, um, feeling like they have to explain themselves. So that's something I'm working on as well. Um, you know, being willing to stay open to learning and unlearning and learning again until the end of flipping time. <laughs> this just doesn't end. It doesn't end. It's huge. We're at this. I mean, this has been going on forever. <laughs> well, in particular in the States, you know, 400 years um, for black people in particular there. But there's more of a awakening and awareness for the general public and unfortunately what it took for that to become um i mean it took bodies people dying for this to become a conversation in more than just the black community um and just in those communities that are affected it's and outside of um yeah it's that's it's taken death for people to be more aware and still people still are arguing about the validity of people's lives and equality equity I should say yeah and that part's frustrating beyond belief um yeah, being open and willing to use our voices and to speak and work through social justice issues as a family. That's something we're engaging with just now. Um, and with friends and family is hard. Uh, staying open to anything else I can do, like anything we can do, anything that comes up, just being open to it. I mean, most of you who are here are in some way, shape or form engaged with your own work and your own development and you know the power that comes from having the privilege to explore that in a safe way and really that we want that to be for everybody and it is getting over our fears and not staying silent when things are wrong and even though excuse me most of us know this is the right thing it doesn't feel right because it's going against a huge machine of oppression and um and supremacy and um yeah it's big so 
when we are saying we believe things need to be more fair for everybody and I'm, we're willing to speak up about it and we're willing to move aside so that others can speak and share and have space to do their own, to share their own wealth of knowledge, it can feel wrong because it's not the norm. It's not what we're used to. It's not our status quo. It's not our normal. Um, but we're not wrong. <laughs> Just to make that really, really clear. If you feel things need to be more fair and you can see the how things are unfair in the world and you can see how things are unjust and you can and you know that in your bones it's wrong, it's because it is wrong. <laughs> it is wrong. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong for choosing to speak up and stand up and make space and adjust and learn and pivot and change and grow and transform yourself, your community, your family life, and let the bubbles ripple outwards to speaking up against racism, to speaking up against bigotry and bias and just speaking up when things are wrong. It's, it's not, it feels wrong. You know what I'm trying to say? It feels wrong because we're fighting against a system that has told us what's right and wrong for so long. But that right and wrong has been to benefit a small group of people and it doesn't benefit us. It's not healthy. It's another thing. Um, Channing Austin Brown says, she's like, it's not white supremacy is not good for any of us. It's not healthy. It's not good for us. It doesn't serve anybody. It does. That's a lie. It does serve a certain, it doesn't serve the majority. Um, and feeling like icky, harsh, discomfort, overwhelm, these are all normal things to feel because it's massive. And the way through and forward is number one, knowing that something's wrong and knowing that you have a role in making it more right is being on the right side. You're on the right side. That's number one. Thank you to my friend Karen for reminding me of this. We're right. <laughs> We're on the right side. So knowing that, get really connected to the why, that that you will do this work and you will show up and how best you can show up because you know it's the right thing to do for everybody get connected to that. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're having these hard conversations. That's why we're looking to see how our workplace can be more fair, our our businesses can be more fair, who we shop with, who we choose to support, who we let who we listen to, who we let speak. Get really connected to the why. And it's not about looking good. It's not about getting gold stars. It's not about getting, you know, praise because we're just doing the bare minimum of being good people, really. So remind yourself you're right. <laughs> you're on the right side. Get connected to the why of the bigger picture, why this is important. Um, pick one thing at a time. I'm terrible for this. <laughs> she says, as she read, I read one book this morning and listened to two different podcasts today. <laughs> so, um absolutely ignore me and try and pick one thing at a time because also we know that we engage better when we engage with one thing at a time and we're not our brains not split into different parts so in terms of your own education um and learning more pick a book that's been recommended there's 
that you, you've seen them. There's a, hundreds of amazing books out there that you could just pick one and start reading and be open to what's in the book or pick an audio book and listen in your, your drive, your walks, whatever time you have on your own, when you're cleaning the house and just be open to what's in there. Um, and then pick the next thing, take one, you know, one thing you can change at a time, change, you know, one thing you can do at a time if you can and monitor your energy levels, monitor your um, overwhelm as best you can, because as everybody in this field has been saying and is saying, this is lifetime work. This is a marathon. This is not a sprint. Pick one, make it meaningful, embed it, take action with it, pick the next. I'm going to listen to my own advice here. I'm really trying to listen to my own advice here. Um, but I like to do all the things all the time. And then I like, my body likes to crash out. So there's that. <laughs> um, and, and you are allowed to experience joy. You are allowed to enjoy your life. You could hold two things at once at the, that are differing and opposing that you can be raging and angry and feel all kinds of horrible emotions about what's going on and also live your life with joy and pleasure and make magic and make have moments of beauty. You're allowed to do both. You're allowed to fight for what's right and harness that energy into a more positive, impactful thing. And also you can enjoy your life. You're allowed to rest. You are allowed to have pleasure. You are allowed to have joy. You're allowed whimsy. You're allowed fantasy. You are allowed these things. And also you're allowed and must. Almost said the should word. but I try not to use that word, but must. Do the right things. You can do the good things and you can do the right things. Recognize that you can be both a good person and need to be learned to be better and learning to be better through anti-racist work or um, bias work, or whatever it is we need to do. We can, um, I've just drawn a blank there because I just totally got, I'm staring at a, a picture of my whimsy joy magic picture and I'm like, we are allowed those things. Um, but yes, we can hold on to two things at once. As I was saying, we can be, can, we are good people. It doesn't mean that we're not, that we don't hold privilege. We can recognize the privilege that we hold and everybody holds privilege and everybody holds privilege in some way. Um, and we can look how we can make things more fair. We can do all of those things. And there was another thing I was going to talk about. We can be gentle with ourselves if we want to stay open in the long run, if you're like me and you're a sensitive introvert at times with extrovert tendencies like I do. Um, but if you're sensitive or if you're an empath, then this is work that needs to be, you need to tend to your soul. You need to tend to your nervous system. You need to be gentle and curious and stay open. Um, it doesn't mean you're any less able to have an impact. Uh, it means that you have to really nurture and nourish your um, yourself through it. That's all. And 
yeah, it's just, this isn't going to end anytime soon. So let's try and find ways to be really mindful of where we're at. And yeah, another thing I want to speak about really carefully and quickly is just that um, we need to kind of get over the whole political thing and not bringing politics into things. I hate that phrase. Oh, you made it political. Oh, why do you bring politics into it? Um, just remember that everything is politics. Everything is political. Everything. And um, we are allowed to hold very strong views around politics because they have very strong impacts on our lives. And I think it's time we all get a little bit more political, a lot, a hell of a lot more political. Um, and we can disagree with people on some aspects of po politics. And there's other parts of politics that I can't disagree on. Um, and that we just can't disagree on. And the main one being anything that excludes the rights um, well-being and safety of any person in our community and our society if they are being excluded if they're being harmed if they're being ignored if they're being um, marginalized against by politics then it's not then it's something we very much will be disagreeing on. <laughs> so I think it's okay to say that. I think it is okay to say that. I think it's important that we do. Um, so yeah, get political people. Let's get political. Uh, yes. So this is where we're at. I know this was a ramble. I'm actually, I was very, I'm very tempted to apologize for the ramble, but I'm not going to apologize <laughs> because I think it's an important ramble. Um, I'll be talking about issues and hopefully in a much more succinct and organized way going forward. But I just didn't want to leave this month's podcast with people thinking that I um, didn't have anything to say as if you follow me on Instagram and if you're part of the newsletter, monthly magic newsletter crew, then you know that I am very much processing and speaking and sharing about it. It's not um, radio silence at all. Um, and I think that, um, yeah, we'll just, I just wanted to get it out there. So we all knew, we all knew. And sometimes processing things and, and, and speaking in this way allows other people to see that they're not the only ones whose brains are going in a million different miles at once. And also we can um, still work to make things better. And we are on the right side of things to make the, if we want things to be better and we're actively trying to make things better, actively listening and being open and trying, then we are on the right side. <laughs> so that helps hopefully. Um, it was a pleasure, as always, to come and ramble in your ears. Um, I have uh, a lot to say and going on and over on Instagram um, and to share in my stories and in the newsletter. So if you aren't already following, you can find me at um, shinetime underscore coaching at Instagram and you can... Um, find my website at www.shinetimecoaching.com. You can join the newsletter crew and you get lots of little goodies um, every month with the odd bonus one 
thrown in for the mix just for a little sweetener. Um, there are courses at Shine Time Coaching over on Teachable. If you search for my page there, there's uh, a couple courses and another big course coming up soon. So I've, there, you will find an intro to tarot for the curious intuitive over there. And my intermediate tarot, it's not even intermediate. It's like, it's like, it's just everything tarot is coming up next soon in July. And I'm so excited to share it with you all. It is really beautiful. And um, I think a lot of really supportive um work there for using tarot to help you connect to yourself and as well the bigger picture so keep an eye open for that um and yes I feel like I'm forgetting a million things to say read buy books from people who are sharing on these issues pick something to be passionate about and to investigate and how you can make something better for someone just let's just keep being amazing better people and be willing. Oh, that was the last one. Be willing to fuck up. <laughs> be willing to be wrong and to make it better. We this, this is how we, this is what humans do. We mess up. We learn. We make it better. We mess up. We learn. We make it better. It's what we do. Um, and on that note, <laughs> have a lovely rest of the day. And I'll catch you, hopefully, get back on track for July 1st. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to learn more about me and the work we do, you can head over to the website, www.shinetimecoaching.com. And you can follow me over on Instagram at shinetime underscore J. If you did enjoy listening, it would mean an awful lot to this coach if you'd consider leaving a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. It really helps the visibility of the work we are doing and it allows others to find us too. I hope your month is full of more of what you want and what you need. Big hugs and love from me to you.